Good morning, and welcome to the Ask Ellie podcast. My name is Ellie Molina, and I am a best-selling Amazon author and international intuitive and psychic consultant, the creator of the Mind Power Edge and Psy Kids, where adults and children learn to use more of their minds in a very different manner. I am here to answer any questions you may have and conduct weekly discussions in raising our conscious awareness. So join me weekly for tips and tools to raise your own conscious awareness and that of others. And today we've got quite the agenda of callers with questions that have sent them ahead of time, and you are always welcome to either get on the call live in the future or submit your questions ahead of time to elliemolina.com. And there's a little section over there titled Ask Ellie, or you can directly submit them to ellie at elliemolina.com, and I will answer them in the order that I receive them. So with that being said, I've got a lot of questions to answer today, full agenda. And I want to begin with a question pertaining to real estate because it ties in with last week's topic on real estate and August 8th and the Lions Portal. And so the question that was sent in is regarding real estate in Mississippi. My husband has had several offers come made for commercial real estate property that has been in his family for years. He is ready to sell and has an offer he is willing to accept, although it's slightly lower than what he would want. We had another offer come in last week, which was within the range he was looking for. However, it feels there could possibly be some obstacles to that offer. Do we wait for the higher offer or close on a slowly lower offer that has been made to him? He feels it's time to sell the property, and we see some uncertainty to the economy in the near future. So do we sell now and not later? What seems best? P.S. We love your podcast, podcast, and my kids love Ellie. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. So Uh, Let's get right to your question today. And the answer to this one, um, A.S., is that uh, you and your husband are highly intuitive as you're already feeling and sensing that this is the best offer. You're also seeing obstacles coming forward in the potential higher offer. So, you know, here we're going to go back right down to the way the mind works as above, so below. So by waiting for the higher offer that may potentially come through, uh, your mind or your intuition tapping into the collective consciousness has already predetermined to a large extent the outcome of waiting for the higher offers. So there's um, some sort of a saying or probably some sort of a proverb, better to take the bird in the hand while you have it or something like that. So my uh, psychic advice is what's showing up for me also is take the offer 
Do not concern yourself with the fact, with the language that this is a lower offer. You are ready to sell. Um, the time is now. This is definitely the time to get written, to let go of properties unless you are ready to hold on to them for many more years. But if you are feeling that this is the time to sell the property, the family property, move on by all means, take that lower offer. You still have um, a really great window until October. October, sorry, slip, slip. Um, you have a great window until August 8th when the Lionsgate portal comes to its culmination. So psychically, sell now, take the offer, take your money and run. Um, P.S. I'm also getting for you that come September, you're going to be stepping into an even larger role in your personal life. And I look forward to sharing that with you, A.S., um, at another time, perhaps on another call. Okay, I want to welcome some of the people have, that have joined us right now. And welcome to the call. Welcome to the call. And I hope that you are all safe with this weather. And um, for those of you on the East Coast, and last night was really quite thrilling. I I felt like I was a participant in Storm Hunters. Um, I had chosen to, many of you know that I perform White Light Blessings, which is a very spiritual and sacred act. And it is done only on rare occasions when the planets are in alignment. And I had conducted a special white light ceremony for someone who had um, recently passed. Um, although at the time, the white light blessing, the uh, person was still alive. The white light blessing form came through as an angel holding a horn, the trumpeter, um, it was beautiful. It almost reminded me of the tarot card, um, where there are the angels holding the trumpeters, the, tr the trumpet. And I was determined to release this white light blessing for this, for this person who had passed. And it was very important to me. Oh yes. It's the, um, tarot card, the judgment where the angel holds the trumpet. So, uh, without hesitation about Isaiah, the storm coming to the East Coast, I went to perform the white light blessing at the ocean. And later that night, as the, the moon was full to the left and peeking through and the lightning was bolting to the right, the storm hit land and beach chairs went flying. It was as if I were in the Sahara. And I'd never experienced anything like that before. It was an extremely powerful evening in terms of the full moon and the power of the earth and also the white light blessing and the connection to the divine. So with that being said, it was a very powerful evening. And I'm so grateful that I was able to release the white light blessing for this individual on the full moon during this um, really beautiful big storm on the beach. It was gorgeous. Um, okay. Um, the next question has to do with relationships. And BC called and emailed in and asked, Hi, Ellie. I love your podcast. Thank you so much for your guidance. I have been in a relationship for almost three years with a wonderful, loving man who meets all of my emotional needs. 
He's very talented and brilliant, but has had a hard time getting his career to move forward. He keeps running up against walls. It stresses me out a lot. I love him so much, and the idea of not being with him breaks my heart, but it's hard for me to feel a sense of security with him and move forward because I really value success and stability in a man. What should I do? Uh, BC, thank you for calling in. So let's take a look at your question. First of all, you've been with this man for three years. Uh, there is obviously something he he does. He's talented. He's brilliant. He meets all of your emotional needs, only he's having a hard time moving his career to the next level. So the answer to this is sometimes it's interesting because we see we're able to not see that, you know, we have our blind spots and, you know, hey, that goes for me, too. And um, all humans have these blind spots where we just cannot see what's going on over here past the blind spot. So, BC, um, this is not whether you leave him or not to move on because, Yes, you can move on and you can go meet somebody who fulfills you emotionally and who has a career that is moving forward. Only you're looking at getting over heartbreak. You're looking at um, continuing to love him as you are in the dating circle. So before we throw out, quote unquote, the baby with the bathwater, it becomes really apparent that your man's self-talk is causing him to bump up against obstacles everywhere he looks. This is, you know, the old the old saying, as above, so below, as within, so without. So it's not about what you're doing. It's about the support that you may be able to suggest that you provide for. Again, it's not you doing anything. It is really perhaps a suggestion for your boyfriend um, to, to look at his own thoughts, his own beliefs, and be prepared and willing to go have a mindset change. So by altering just a few of his beliefs, just a few, or even becoming aware of his self-talk and his own limiting beliefs, his career can take on an amazing, amazing um, new direction. So it's always very important for there's um, some sort of behind every powerful man is a more powerful woman. There's some sort of proverb that goes like that. You know, you look at a successful man and who will you find behind him as his support? A highly successful woman or a very empowering woman, someone who can really have him live into his better version of himself. So with that being said, rather than giving him guidance and telling him things to do, and, and I'm not saying that you're doing this, but it often tends to be the case that couples in relationship, well, honey, why don't you do this? And honey, why don't you do that? So we become the fixers. And what I'm seeing over here for you, BC, is by removing yourself from the role of the fixer and the helper, but rather to just outwardly say, you know, dude, you've got tremendous amount of potential, which is what I'm seeing. 
You need a real mindset. You need a conversation with someone who can tap into your subconscious and even provide you with a few tools that will take you to the next level of your thinking. The reason you're bumping against those doors not opening is because of your thought process. And it's really that simple. All you need to do over here is have him look at or request that he looks at his own thoughts, examines his own self-talk, and then change that. And that's as simple as it can be. And then from there, you're going to see he's going to become the man that he really wants to be. I do see a very confident man for him. I see someone who is extremely happy and successful. I see a man who's able to move his wares to the market and W-A-R-E-S, old fashioned word over here that he does have creativity and product. He has something to sell. He has his ability to bring forth right now. And during this time that we are living in at uh, right now, given the current circumstances of the planet with the collective consciousness, the collective consciousness and higher awareness needs and needs and requires people who are thinking outside of the box to break this dream and trance that we are in right now. We are, the majority of people are in a very sleeper state. You'll see this all over the internet. If you're looking in certain places, you'll recognize sleepers. I must be very careful with my language. Otherwise, this um, this podcast will be uh, taken down or I won't even be able to use it on YouTube. Not that there's any such thing as censoring going on in the media that, you know, however, please let him know that he is so highly skilled and creative that he needs to awaken himself at step out of the consciousness that he is in and get into a higher frequency, higher consciousness and stronger belief in himself. And, um, you know, a call with any counselor, uh, perhaps intuitive psychic or myself will be able to break through this wall and take him to that next level. Okay. Thanks for calling in BC and keep me posted and let me know um, how that goes for you and what happens with that. Okay. Um, anyone have any comments or questions that they'd like to ask? Cause you are live on the show and I'm giving airtime to those of you who are on here live before I move on to our next question for today's call. So if anybody has any questions, please call in. I'm right here. I am waiting. All right. No questions. Oh, all right. Um, okay. I'm going to go to the next question that we've got. And remember, please get on, call in, ask your questions. I can see some of you here. So happy that you're here. Welcome. Welcome. All right. On to our next question. Dear Ellie, my mom is progressing after her pretty severe heart attack and stroke last Monday. Thank you again for putting here in your prayers. My question for you today is, what is her soul's path? Is she meant to be with us for a while longer? Should I try to have her live with me at my house and care for her? And what is the best I can do for my mother at this time? How do I best help her spiritual process? I am visualizing her well and happy and coming back to her home, 
although she will never live alone. I think she can get some more enjoyment out of life. Okay, thank you for your question, CS, and good morning to you. So one of the things that's showing up for me over here is that mom's time is not yet. So although the Lionsgate portal, which opened on the 26th of July and culminates on the 8th, calls many beautiful and powerful souls back to its home, back to the heavens, back to um, not getting that mom is being called. One of the things that you can do for her is to continue to pray for her and continue to speak to her about what the beauty is of life right now on the planet and how she can continue to make progress, get her some physical therapy, um, and if possible, have someone take care of her 24-7 at her home. And about coming to live with you, I'm going to say that's a very beautiful, noble idea. If you have the room and the space in your home, that would be wonderful. However, you'll still need to have somebody else come live with her as her care will be around the clock at this moment. And she needs, she's going to need more than you alone can provide her unless you are willing to put your life on hold right now for the next few months until her progress begins to improve. So if you have the financial, uh, where if you have the financial opportunity to have her in her home with a 24 seven care and then get over there and visit. Even if she lives further from you, bring her closer to you somewhere. Um, you need to take care of yourself right now. This is very important. This is what's showing up. You need some self care over here, CS and, um, mom is fine, but you need the self care. So mom is going to continue to make progress, um, through this next phase and it is time for you to take care of yourself. Really important. You've got to also now move through. Mom's here. She's, um, from what I'm seeing, I am not, you know, in the position. I don't believe any psychic or any intuitive is in the position to say what another person's soul path is. Um, information does come through. And I'm getting, though, that your mom is here for a, a while. It is not her time to pass. So she just needs to be made really, really comfortable and that you then uh, take some really good care of yourself right now. And that is what's showing up over here. Okay. If you need further, uh, further answers to that CS, please reach out privately and we can talk about that. Uh, okay. So uh, anyone right now, the call, the line is open. I've got time for people to call in and ask questions if you'd like to ask something. Okay. All right. I am on to question number three today. Hi, Ellie. As you know, I have pivoted to e-commerce given the state of travel um, now and in the future. I'm planning on selling products on Amazon and other e-commerce platforms. My question is whether to focus more on Amazon or others. The reason for my question is that Amazon is a tough platform to trade on, but if successful, has many advantages. 
I am long, I am looking at launching my first product mid September. Hence the question. Okay. So, um, the answer is quite plain to see and you know, the answer, everybody, everybody on this call knows the answer. And one of the things that I am getting is that launch on Amazon, proceed and change your mindset. Um, I'd love to have a special call with you privately one-on-one -on -one, to give you some specifically designed mind power tools to make this launch highly successful. First thing you want to do though is rather than project the energy into different streams, you want to laser focus this energy onto the Amazon platform. And this is where your affirmations, your laser thinking as above, so below, your self-talk, this is where everything comes into play. So you've got to hold your own on this despite all of the circumstances. It's almost as if you're swimming against, let's just use the metaphor of swimming against the tide. You know that you have to get somewhere. You know that you've got to go. And so if you go with the flow and you go with the tide on this one, there's a possibility you will be swept away and not go to your destination. However, if you know where your destination is and you know where you want to go and you swim against all of your internal screaming and beliefs, this is going to be hard and this is going to be dangerous and there's so much competition, you go down that pathway and that is what you are going to encounter. So if you hold your focus and continue in your belief that this is the path for you, that you are highly successful, then you know what's going to happen on this one. You are going to part the seas with your determination, your persistence, and your consistency, and you will achieve what it is that you need to do on the Amazon platform and turn this into a wonderful sales opportunity for yourself. And that is what I am seeing for you, LB. So enjoy the ride, enjoy, and make sure that you paddle. Um, against the current for as long as you need to get to where you are going. All right, thanks. Okay, um, we've got a question from one of our callers online, which I'm going to take right now. And the question is, Ellie, good morning. My niece is living in Germany as a contractor. Do you think she will stay in Germany? or move to another country. Okay, uh, let me take a look over here really quickly. Let's go look at the crystal ball. <laughs> and one of the things that I'm getting for her right now is that this depends on, okay, so I do not know a lot of the circumstances, obviously, but this depends on a relationship that I am seeing her in. And so this relationship that she is in is going to determine where she's going in terms of um, where she lives. Now, I will tell you, I am not seeing her in the United States. This is very interesting. Um, if you want to add some information over here about the relational relationship turn over here. So I will tell you, I am not seeing her returning to the United States at this time. I do see her in a wonderful relationship, absolutely beautiful relationship, um, almost as if her prayer, does she want a relationship, in a relationship? Her this relationship is amazing for her and it will continue to open incredible doors 
And um, I'm seeing her very, very happy and going through a huge transformation and transformation and uh, transmutation. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, caller just said that she is married. I am seeing this, uh, relationship, a very interesting information about the relationship coming through. And I'm not going to pursue that line of thought right now, um, live, but I'd love to talk to you, um, personally about that. So, uh, let's have that conversation at a different time. All right. So the answer to that question is she's going to go where the relationship goes and either stay in Germany, move to another country in Europe. Only I am not seeing a return to the United States in the near future. Okay. Um, intending that helped. All right. Anybody have any questions right now live that they want to call in? Because I've got another question here that was submitted. Uh, okay. I put some tickets on sale for an event and I thought they would sell quickly. I have only sold 50 so far and what can I do to sell more? Okay. Again, this gets into the blind spots of what can I, these blind spots, as above, so below, as within, so without. Um, one of my favorite activities that I like to do is put a list on, when I'm doing, let me backtrack a little bit. One of the things that I do that um, has never failed me is when I do an online course and have participants, I put up a number on top of a piece of paper ahead of time before I even launch the course or the online program. And I decide ahead of time how many people I'm going to have for that program and how many people I'm going to be serving during that time. And I do that ahead of time before the course even starts. And I have that piece of paper, I write down the numbers. So in this case, you can say that you want to put down, you want to get direct and look at how many people you want to have and how many tickets you want to sell. And then as soon as you declare how many tickets you plan on selling, that's the target. It's like an archery, it's a blindfolded archery. You close your eyes, you take aim, and you know that your arrow is going to hit the bullseye if you continue to focus and see the number that you want. This is the power of the pineal gland and the power of the mind. And this is the power of learning to use our psychic abilities, our mind power abilities, so that we can achieve our goals without having our self-talk and um, monkey mind step in between and really mess up the process. So these are a lot of the mind power tools and skills that I teach during my consulting practice. So if anybody's interested in learning more about how to use your mind and using your mind in a very special way, I do offer one-on-one -on -one and future coming now group consulting. Okay. Um, anybody have any questions right now? Um, continuing as I move forward. All right. Any questions coming in over here? Okay. All right. Nothing yet. Okie dokie. All right. Let's move on to another question for today. All right. Question over here is, Ellie, I am concerned. 
What do you see about the state of the world psychically? Well, uh, that's a that comes out of California. Thank you, SC, for asking that question. This is loaded. <laughs> so uh, where I'm going to go is to the past. And one of the things that I want to look at is the last time the planet Uranus was in Taurus. And Uranus is the planet of the unexpected. So astrologers are always saying, expect the unexpected. This is perhaps one of the reasons. Now, I can't say all the different reasons why people um, have declared the event coming because you've got your people who believe one particular viewpoint of this world and political situation. Then you have the view of the astrologers, you have psychics, you have spiritualists. So you have um, ancestry, you know, the belief of so many of the tribes that have passed. And so on top of all of this, there are so many reasons why people have come together to create this day as the event, even though it's still kind of arbitrary. I don't, this event was supposed to happen, you know, 1999, then it was supposed to happen in 2012. Now the event is supposed to happen in 2020. So the question becomes, when is the big event? And there's no date on the calendar. You know, there's no someday, one day. If you look at the calendar, you will not find someday on the calendar. You will not find one day on the calendar. However, if we look to history, what we will find is that the last time the planet Uranus, the planet of unexpected uh, events and crazy making if you look at it that way was between 1935 to 1942 uranus is a longer transit and um we can look now what happened between 1935 to 1942 we know that um Wall Street had its big crash on October 24th of 1929 when the planet Uranus was retrograde in Aries, which is, you know, Aries is such a dynamic, um, the planet of war, you know, the god Mars, Uranus and Aries, we're looking at, you know, hey, war and devastation and all kinds of crazy things. And with Uranus in Taurus, we're looking at economic upheavals and structures that regard economics and money. So right now, we also have the Saturn conjunct Pluto um, in Capricorn around the beginning of 2020. And so we really can't ignore all of these things that have come to pass. So again, the beginning of 2020. Um the last time before the 1945 um, 35 transit in Taurus was in 1847, um, right around, well, that was actually 1847 when the Communist Party was formed by rebels in London, and then they emigrated to France and Germany. They began um, during 
Aries and Uranus in 1849. Engels and Marx published the Communist Manifesto during Uranus and Aries in 1849. And then you know what happened in uh, right after all of that took place. By the time it got into the 18 into the 1850s, things started happening. Um, much later, again, we have Russian Revolution, all of this going down. So right now, without causing any hysteria, we want to look at what will happen between now and 2024, 2025, when Uranus is in Taurus. So we've got to really work on this collective consciousness right now. So before I go into what I'm seeing, I'm going to tell you what I'd like us all to avoid. What I'd like us to avoid is perpetuating vocabulary that's going on over here in these times of uncertainty. So if you listen to any of your news people or you read any of your articles or you go to the media, you are going to be bombarded with the following language in times of uncertainty, the new normal. Um, and yeah, what's the new normal? Is there Has there ever been anything normal? And by you saying and proceeding to adopt the policy of the new normal that, hey, yeah, I'm going to run around wearing a mask forever. I'm going to go get some goggles and maybe I'll even get myself a plastic face protector. If that is going to be your world, you are welcome to it. However, there is an entire consciousness rising that is so far above this, has nothing to do with conspiracy theories. This is having to do with an awakening and an awareness. And so this awakening and awareness will transpire during the time that Uranus is in Taurus. There's no specific date on this. So I'm not going to say, oh yeah, this is going to happen on August 8th, 2022. Uh, however, there is a really strong likelihood that this event will take place during the time of the transit before this before Uranus leaves Taurus. We are going to see changes in the economy. We are going to see changes in the way that we do banking. We are going to see changes in our financial structure. Now, again, does it have to look like the um, Great Depression or 2008 financial crisis. No, it doesn't have to go that way. This is going to go depending on as above, so below. If you are going to be a participant in mass social consciousness of fear, uncertainty, um, new normal, if you're going to participate in that, then that will be your future that will come for you. However, there are so many people right now who are turning this all around, pivoting onto the new consciousness, raising the vibration of the planet, raising the vibration of conscious thought and levels around them. You know, the butterfly effect. One person thinking one thing can start to have an effect on all the others. So at this crucial time, and I'm, oh, I'm going over a little bit. At this crucial time right now, you and all of the people that you have influence with need to make a choice. What consciousness at this point will you buy into? 3D, 
mass hysteria, waiting and waiting for the second wave to come, not to create panic. However, I've been receiving emails with heads up, you know, toilet papers being rationed. Who rations toilet paper? Who rations that? Aren't, isn't that done by the suppliers and the store owners? Who's the in charge of rationing toilet paper? Supply and demand. Where's the supply coming from? You want to be careful with what you believe. Aluminum shortages is all of the rant and rave right now. Oh, there's going to be a shortage on aluminum. We've got an aluminum shortage. You know, you want to be careful who is providing you with this information, then you can make a conscious decision and a real clear choice. Where are you going with this? Where do you choose to live? Which will be your reality? Will you transcend this fear-mongered reality and go to something of higher consciousness, value, and contribution? These choices are yours right now. And so I know where I'm going, and I know where a lot of the people that I work with are headed. And we're going to a space of beauty. We can call it avatar land. Right here on Earth, we have the means and ways to create this if we collectively buy into or unite to create the higher levels of consciousness as opposed to these lower banal frequencies of fear and buying into fear mongering. Um, Luna Lena, hi, how are you? I see you're on the call. I have decided to extend our call a little bit longer until 1045. Uh, I would love to hear some of your thoughts about any of this. Anybody got some, because I see that you've written that you concur completely. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And if anybody else has some astrological insight about the event, uh, please call in. I know that I've got an astrologer here also. So I would love to hear your take on this. Please call in and get some conversation going. Anyone calling in? Okay, Luna can't call. Can you type your question or something? Um, all right. Oh, I'm so sorry that um, you're unable to participate in this. Rebecca Steele, hi, and welcome to the call. Anyone want to talk about some of the things I've just shared? Um, I do see an astrologer here. I'd love to hear some thoughts on this about what I've just said with Uranus going into um, Uranus and Taurus with the big event. So um, I will concur. I will con continue with this question, though, about what I psychically see about what's coming for us. Um, we're at a point right now. What do I see for the state of the world? You know, our politicians and our media are working very diligently to create a fear-based um, mass media. You know this. You can see this. The writing is on the wall. It's so obvious that it almost almost hurts. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It almost hurts to see what's going on. And... Um, when people try really hard to do something, their trying becomes so evident um, that 
um, their trying becomes so evident that it's almost painful to watch. Oh, I've got a live question here. Hey, Ellie, there's been a lot of talk of the virus will go away as soon as it came in. Do you think that is true? Well, um, what I'm getting over here is that last night, last night, as the wind swept beach chairs, I was, um, in case you weren't on the call, Eva, earlier last night, but you were, last night as I was on the beach and Isaiah rolled in and had that big gust of wind come that literally took people out of their beach chairs and had the garbage cans flying in the sky. And the people on the beach who had at some point come onto the beach all wearing masks when that big wave of sand and people's beach chairs, garbage cans, shoes were all flying around and the people started to dash blindly to their cars. I looked around, no one was wearing a mask. If you had asked anyone at that particular moment in time, if they were concerned about COVID, I don't think that was even, um, oh, I'm sorry, I don't think I'm allowed to be using that word, but they'll screen this. Um, if anyone were even thinking about being infected by a virus at that moment in time, I would have been surprised. People were scrambling for their lives. And um, again, it depends on where we put our focus. So for those who are going to continue to put their focus on second waves, preparing for devastation, preparing to hunker down again, um, that will be your life. And then there will be other people who are walking around. Yes, we'll wear masks and buy and participate in this only for the time being. Now, um, there's a really big agenda that is happening and underlying in this. Um, it is very massively political. Um, it goes beyond what people can, and I'm not getting into quote unquote conspiracy theories, but I just want you to know that throughout history, there have always been people uniting in some form or other to create a sense of confusion and panic in society where people will start to think that their state or their country cannot protect or ensure their security. And when that happens, um, family member against family member is pitted against other family member, relationships are torn apart, suspicion starts to percolate in our blood, and it becomes very easy for people who have long-term, long-planned agendas to step in and take over the minds of those who are living in fear and looking to be told what to do rather than to take control of their own thoughts in their own mind and make up their own and make their own decisions about where they want to go in the next few years. So this becomes a personal journey and it is the personal we have all chosen to incarnate at this particular time in this particular season at on this particular planet. And so you want to be really aware of what is your journey? Why are you here on earth? What have you come down to accomplish? 
And what level are you vibrating at as a consciousness? So these are things that you want to be looking at right now for yourself. And then you'll make a decision as to where you will reside in the state of global affairs on this planet during your lifetime. Okay, this has been so fun and so enlightening for me. I love your questions. I love being able to answer your questions. Um, and Luna Lena, Luna Lena has said that she's been feeling the shift of some sort since the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And this is, um, this feeling has been percolating already since October, even before I'd say October of last year, 2019, I felt the first percolations happening. And so that was, I was getting a real sense of, I predicted, and I'm not, this is not about me predicting, but I did predict in many of my newsletters back in the day that these times were going to be really, really unprecedented. And I did see major political things coming down the line for us back in um, 2015 when I was tapping into the uh, what I saw for the future. And so with that being said, um, if you're interested, please subscribe to my newsletter. You can find me at elliemolina.com. Come back on Tuesday next week. We'll continue the discussion. And... Um, I thank you all for being here with me today and much light, love, raise your consciousness, be aware and go journey forth as bridges for the third dimension to higher dimension on the planet. Much love, many blessings. Thank you. Bye.